This episode is brought to you by Cultivate Coaching. Cultivate is a six-week program for believers who are ready to walk in purpose. From assessing your current season, learning more about your purpose and gifts, cultivating a plan for your transformation God's way, and walking in your Godfidence. We work closely together for six weeks and really transform God's way. Listen, if you're ready to cultivate, text the word COACH to 919 849 8812. Again, that is 919-849-8812. Let's cultivate. You are now tuning in to Spirituality Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Latanya Moore. This is the place where we cover all things related to your spiritual maturity. I'm talking topics, experiences, and application. It's also the place where you can receive practical tips when you are ready to strengthen your relationship with God. Hashtag practical. So let's not waste any time. Let's jump right in to today's episode. Hey, 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 come on in and welcome to the podcast. Are you ready? Are you ready to continue the mental health series? I sure hope so because this thing has gotten good. Okay, listen, we started off with emotional roller coaster because we needed to get our emotions in check. Okay, come on, somebody. And we went right on over to grief, which really relates to those emotions and ways for us to handle the grief, whether we've lost someone, lost something, ended a friendship, relationship, all of the practical tips apply. Okay. We're jumping into boundaries. Ooh, somebody help. Lord help, okay? Call on your help now because we're joining forces with Shakita Torres, an amazing clinician who's going to help us get our boundaries in order, all right? Listen, when God gave me the lineup for the season, for some reason, I had boundaries starred. There was a star beside boundaries and I have no idea why anymore, (laughs) but it must be something that God really wanted to cover. And it couldn't come at a better time, even for your girl, because listen, when I tell you the Lord has been working on me with my boundaries and it is boundaries with myself things that I need to put some time limits to, you know, engaging in more self-care because, you know, Nedra, who was at Woman Evolve Conference said that if you are already tired when you engage in self-care, then that's not self-care. That is reactive care. Stepped all on my toes, okay? I need to learn to cut some things off when it's time. I can't work to two o'clock in the morning anymore. Listen, I'm getting a little old for that, okay? I need to have some boundaries. Also, learning how I feel when I engage with someone and reducing that engagement when I know I don't feel peace when I talk to you, okay? I hope it's not you, but what I'm saying is that's a whole thing, right? And you got to do the same thing too. When you feel like, you know what? Every time I talk to this person, I'm losing my peace. Every time I talk to this person, I got to take a deep breath. Every time I talk to this person, I'm bored. (laughs) So it's time to change some things and really put some boundaries in place. Another thing that I have been working on that I didn't even realize I did until I got called out on it was 
<laughs> refraining. I got to refrain from saying things that I'm going to either do and or help with that I know I don't have the time or capacity to do. Come on. Listen, I'm working on myself right now. Okay. Can you have a little grace <laughs> for me? Send a prayer up for me. Okay. Send the prayer up. All right. So I really want to go ahead and jump into this because Shakita does an amazing job in our experience. And so there isn't a lot to add. But when I say that this topic, though, when I prayed about this thing, the Lord, <laughs> he gave me two areas. OK, one of the things that he reminded me and just showed me is that boundaries are important for our mental health. Right. And, and that really helps us to prevent some burnout or some overwhelm or us stretching ourselves in places and spaces where we really don't belong or that we haven't been called to. Me and my line sisters, you know, we joke about this all the time. It's two or three of us. We always say we got to take over spirit. It's like when we see things ain't going right, or we see that things aren't happening in the way that we think they should be happening, we will take the whole thing over. We start playing the whole baby shower. We start taking over the whole bridal party. Like we literally, we have to take over spirit and we have to do a little bit of work. <laughs> <laughs> because sometimes we take it over stuff that never even was meant for us to carry. Woo! I feel God on even that. Sometimes we are taking on things that were never meant for us to carry. And, and it becomes stressful and it becomes overwhelming and it becomes like a burden. And we don't take the time to be like, God, did you even ask me to do this? Yeah, because we know he going to set us straight. And so, yeah, I'm stepping on my own toes already. Okay. All right. The other thing. So God showed me that boundaries are important for our mental health. But then God also showed me that boundaries are so important for your spiritual journey. Why? This goes back to those kingdom relationships. It also goes back to, you know, really thinking about who needs to be in your circle. If you haven't listened to the kingdom relationships episodes from season one, baby, you got to go back. Okay. There are some amazing tips and things there. But one of the things that God showed me was that sometimes we can let go of the boundaries that we have set as Christians, as saved people. And what happens is we begin to encounter or hang around or spend too much time with people who make us backslide or people who, you know, take us back even in our thoughts, right? Because their thoughts are limited or what they're doing is limited or what they, they're doing is too closely connected to your past. And so we have to learn to set boundaries so that we don't get caught up in places and spaces where we're going backward. Woo. When I tell you he laid that thing out, he was real serious. Okay. Real serious. And I began to realize I had a friend at one time who was, and she has since passed away. Oh, rest in peace, Marquita. She was so serious about her spiritual walk. When she first got saved, she was like, nope, can't go with y'all here. Uh-uh, can't go there. Nope, won't be able to make it. And she began to cut some things and some people off. And what I realized, because, you know, at that time I was like, well, girl, it really ain't that serious, right? I always felt like you should be able to still do things and be in environments where, you know, even if you are saved, right? But some of that was her boundary because she knew that she can be tempted in those areas. And so because of that, she was clear about where she could spend time with us and where she could not. And so one of those things is really, you know, looking at um, your friendships, your relationships, even the new encounters that you're having. Ooh, 
sometimes we make sacrifices and sometimes we let our boundaries go because we want to connect with somebody. Mm, I feel the spirit on that. We want to connect with somebody so bad that we're willing to do something that we hadn't necessarily done before or something that we know is out of our, our comfort zone or something that we know takes us away from the boundary that we have created. And God is like, nah, uh-uh, no, no, no. If it's going to make you sacrifice in such a way that you put me down or you're not honoring me or you're going in a direction where it's like, you know what, this does not you know, glorify my name, then this is no, this is not meant for you. Okay. It's not meant for you. And that is okay. So listen, we got to jump on into this E because we got to learn some things about these boundaries. Okay. Get your notebook, get ready because we're jumping into the E, the experience. Ms. Shakita Torres is a licensed clinical social worker, counselor from Dunn, North Carolina. She has been married for 12 years and has two daughters. She's the owner of Empowered to Shift Counseling Services, a faith-based mental health organization located in Fayetteville, North Carolina. She's also the owner of RNS Coaching and Consultants, where she serves as a life purpose coach, and her program is Pain, Passion, and Purpose that focuses on healing from rejection, fear, and empowers Christians to walk in their God-given purpose. She is the creator of Empowered Purpose Academy, an online school that provides mental health education, spiritual development, and personal development. What drives Ms. Torres and empowers her is the fact that she is a survivor of physical and sexual childhood trauma and has transitioned from pain to purpose. So Shakita, welcome to the podcast. Oh, hello. Excited to be here. <laughs> I am so excited to have you as well. Y'all, can I just tell y'all this quick story? Uh, Shakita and I have been following one another online on Instagram and TikTok for quite some time. And we were both at the Millions Conference. And I see pretty girl coming down the escalator. I mean, she dressed up. She right. I'm like, okay. And I look and I see her face and I was like, that's Shakita Torres. <laughs> Y'all tell me why I know. Okay. If you got a username, I'm going to remember that username. Okay. And so I saw her and I saw her username and I was like waving and everything like, Hey girl. <laughs> so we met in person at Millions Conference. Sis, I'm so happy to have you on the podcast. <laughs> yes. Thank you so much. I was so amazed that you even knew who I was because I remember I was going to the restroom and I said, she looks familiar. And so then, um, and you text me in Instagram, Hey, are you here? And I was like, yes. She's like, we got to meet up. I said, yes, perfect. I want to meet up. And I was like, you know who I am? She was like, of course. And I was like, oh my God. It was just like, our hearts were just like, it was like a magnet. I feel like. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. yes. Well, I'm happy to have you here for this mental health series. We're trying to help the people. Okay. We want to help spiritually. We want to help uh, mentally. We want to make sure we have this intersection of Jesus and therapy. Okay. Right. So right. we're talking about boundaries and you are the boundaries queen, baby. So can we, <laughs> can we just jump right into it? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. All right. So we like to start with some definitions. So how would you define boundaries? 
Of course. So boundaries is really, uh, to me, you know, has a huge definition to it. So when you look at boundaries and just in general, you know, it's a line which marks the limits of an area. Um, it can be imaginary. It can be something that you can see that's tangible. Order is a limit, right? But whenever you look at it in the concept of, you know, mental health and within relationships, you know, boundaries is uh, something that you need to have within relationship. Um, and oftentimes it can be imaginary or it can be tangible. <laughs> so that's the way I define boundaries. I love that, that imaginary or tangible. So really, if we think about boundaries, like especially in relationships, like what does that even look like, right? Especially if it's invisible, so, of course, you know, in my experience with friendships, sometimes you meet people and you guys just click, right? And like, you know what that person like or don't like, because I feel like you're more in tune with them. And you also have, you know, a healthy self of being. But whenever you meet people where, you know, you guys might, you know, talk every once in a while and y'all have a connection, but they're still getting to know you. And it's like, it's not really clear on what a boundary could be. For example, like let's say, you know, I go to your house right now and you're in the kitchen, you cooking and I go in your, in your refrigerator <laughs> and I open the door about, girl, what you got in here? You know, that to me in my house, that's a boundary. Like yes. if you come to my house for the first time, you can't come in my house and just go through my stuff. That's a boundary. But for some people, that is okay. <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly so for me for the first time when I meet people I try to go with what they're you know how they feel and kind of get to know them but I stay in my lane <laughs> until I get to know who they are and have a sense of what boundaries looks like for them that's very important oh that is so good because man okay first of all don't be going in my refrigerator okay because that I just feel like that's my personal space you know but if yeah. you know me personally, absolutely. If we're friends, yeah. yes, of course, go in my refrigerator. Yeah. That, just, that just took me back to childhood. And, yeah. um, and you know, things my mommy said, don't, don't go asking for nothing. Don't go. Right. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. listen, you don't do that with people that you don't know personally. Mm -hmm. So I love that you talked a little bit about relationships as well and how we have to, you know, really understand what those boundaries are. What are some reasons why we allow yeah. boundaries to be crossed? Exactly. Let's go deeper. Okay. What I just said just now was very surfacey, but this right here, this boundary issue is deep. Okay. So I myself struggled with that before when I was, you know, when I was younger in my, you know, twenties, um, when it comes to boundaries and I really had to do some like self-reflection. I was going to therapy myself and this, you know, journaling and it all rooted back to my childhood trauma. So if you had childhood trauma and you had some type of rejection or abandonment um, with people, you know, I end up becoming the enabler. I was the person that wanted to be there for everybody and help my friends and go the extra mile. And I'm stressed out. And I'm pushing past, you know, how I'm feeling in my body and my heart. And I'm carrying like every single thing for them. And God had to show me and teach me, no, you're an enabler. And like they're codependent on you. Right. So we have this fear of, first of all, we don't want to feel rejected. We don't want to feel abandoned by people, but then also we don't want other people to feel rejected or feel abandoned because we know what that feels like. And so if you experience that, you know, type of trauma of any kind where you have caregivers 
who never taught you boundaries or caregivers who never took out time with you and you have to always work hard to earn their love and earn their acceptance, that right there can cause you to have issues with boundaries as you continue to grow. In age, of course, in age. <laughs> My God. Okay, listen, you just came in and dropped very deep things on us, okay? You went straight childhood trauma, especially with that rejection piece. You know, that is so important to dive into, one, because of our experiences with rejection, and two, that protection from other people's rejection was like, whoa, you are so right. I love that you talked about your personal experience here because isn't this a lot of us, are you listening right now? Just silently raise your hand wherever you at. If you're the type of person who like wants to go to everybody's stuff and do everything and show up mm-hmm. for everybody, even mm-hmm. if it means you sacrificing yourself, mm-hmm. come on, help us understand why that's unhealthy, Shakita. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I've been there. I've been that person. <laughs> why, why is that unhealthy? It's unhealthy because for one, number one, you're going to burn yourself out. For two, you will have, like, let's say the person you're supporting or being there for, if they do something that you don't like and it triggers you, you will become angry and frustrated with them. But no one ever ever told you to do all this stuff for them. It's like, it's not like, you know, your job to make sure that they have all their needs met through you. And so one of the things that, you know, God had taught me to do, he said, remember, daughter, one man's souls, one man's waters, and God is the one to bring the increase right? So it's not my job to be their God (laughs) and to be their problem solver. I often tell my clients I have now, you know, who struggle with this, hey, I'm like, teach them how to fish. If they have a question, teach them. Like, hey, go here or go there or hey, I can't do this. Listen, boundaries is deep. (laughs) This this thing is deep. And for everybody, it's so, it's different. It's different. Tell me why the the word that is in my spirit right now is obligation. And to the point where I'm going to have to head on over to my girl, Google, because obligation is defined as an act or course of action to which a person is morally or legally bound a duty or commitment. Yes. Oftentimes we feel obligated or maybe am I speaking for myself? Is somebody, you know, is somebody Mm -hmm. listening who is agreeing? Because sometimes I feel obligated Mm -hmm. to show up for someone in my life, even when I don't feel like it, even Mm -hmm. when I know I've had a horrible day, even when I don't want to, but I feel obligated. Mm -hmm. Listen, Latanya, Dr. Moore, my sister, my friend, I've been there. Um, you know, I posted a post on Instagram the other day about five reasons why um, we have a hard time setting boundaries with friendships. And the entire carousel post was from, from was from my own experience. It wasn't anything that I Googled. It wasn't anything that I had to go and find. It came straight from my heart because I lived it. And so many years ago, I had this friendship in a, a different state. And she and I had became very close. And she battled a lot with depression and a lot with, you know, abandonment issues issues and rejection and um, she really valued our friendship and I valued her friendship as well and so when it was time for me to get ready to transition and God was was, uh, moving me and my family you know back to um, back home to North Carolina I had made this covenant with her I had made this vow for her that I would never leave you I will always be here for you and I didn't realize at the time that I had made that covenant and that vow and I put myself to feel like obligated to always be there for her, even as I have moved, because I felt bad for her because I'm like, gosh, she's a good friend. She's been through a lot. I don't want to abandon her. I don't want her to feel like I've forgotten about her. And so I talked to her 
literally for hours, like all throughout the week, every single week for months and months and months, maybe even a couple of years. Okay. To the point where it started to wear and tear on me. And I I had a baby, you know, I just had my child, my my second daughter and my husband went overseas and girl, like I can really see how much it was, you know, hard on me because my husband wasn't here anymore to kind of take up some of that slack, you know, in, in the household. And so I began to pray. I'm like, God, I'm so tired. And God began to reveal to me, you know, you're doing too much. And I'm like, what you mean? So my anxiety was at an all-time high. I ended up going to therapy. And I said, God, can you please show this therapist, you know, areas that I don't see within myself because we all have blind spots we all do I don't care how much you are in Christ I don't care how much you know about the Bible we all had those blind spots right and we need other people to help us to see them sometimes and so I went to therapy and she said you were an enabler and I looked at her I said what <laughs> who's talking to she got and you she, right together she got me right together real quick in the first session okay and she began to tell me, she said, because you've been through so much in your life, so much childhood trauma, so much rejection that you don't want anyone to ever feel that way. I said, you know what? You're right. And so even driving home from therapy, it was about half an hour from my house. God just ministered to me. And he said, you are pretty much hindering her from getting what she needs from me because you have became her idol. You have became her God. And if you don't put an end to it, I'm holding you accountable to accountable. Honey, I was scared. <laughs> I was so scared. I said, oh, God. Oh, my God. And then I came home. I had another friend that would come see me from time to time and check on me. And we would come together, a fellowship. And I told her a little bit about it. And again, God used her to correct me again. She said, the Lord said, Shakita, that she's living through you vicariously. And when she said vicariously, that thing hit me like a ton of bricks. And I almost passed out. And Again, God said, I'm holding you accountable because she can't get to where she needs to be in me until you get out of the way. And I was like, okay, God, all right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is so good to me. So man, so even if we're in that place of like feeling obligated, we have to really be careful because it could lead to, you know, that enabling uh, happening, you know, in our friendships and relationships. You said something so significant and I want to touch on it because it just really resonated in my spirit and I, and I pray it helps somebody else. You said, God, can you show this therapist areas of my life that I don't see? Mm -hmm. I heard God say permission. Yeah. That you literally gave him permission, right. To begin to magnify some things through someone else. And can I just tell somebody that that's okay. Yeah. That like Shakita said, we have blind spots and it's okay to to allow God to show someone else, give God permission to show someone else. And of course, ask them to show you too. Yeah. But especially if you have a therapist or whether it's a, you know, spiritual mentor, what have you, you know, to see some of those blind spots. Oh, that's good. Mm -hmm. That's good, sis. Oh, okay. (laughs) How can we identify situations with unhealthy boundaries or a hashtag red flag? (laughs) <laughs> exactly. You no know, red flags are in right now, right? This is so you have to look at both sides. You have to look at from your behavior and then the person your relationship behavior too. So for yourself, if you always like, you know, with you know, kind of like how I was, always there, breaking my neck, enabling, always answering the phone, then sis or brother, you you the problem. Okay. <laughs> you need to go back, reevaluate, and 
if you can see a therapist about or mentor or a coach or someone they can help you navigate through that journey if it's the other person and you feel like you do have healthy boundaries for them it could be the same thing like they're always calling you they're always like depending on you they're always saying i need you you know i can't you know i can't move forward if i don't have you in my life that's to me that's scary if someone tells me that i get scared now i'll be like oh lord um no ma'am like I can't be your savior. Like, (laughs) I can't, I can't. And so, and then not only that, it's like, they're dismissive. So if you've already told them, hey, sis, hey, bro, like this right here is not working for me. Can we kind of like navigate, you know, our relationship and what it looks like? And they still push back and they don't really respect what you have to say or respect your space. I've been there before when I have friendships that I try to have and, you know, I'm telling them, hey, okay, I can't talk right now. I'm busy with my kids or I'm busy with whatever, but they keep pushing back. That's a red flag. Like, okay, I can't, I can't be (laughs) in relationship with them because they're not, they're not honoring my boundaries and honoring what I'm saying. They're not hearing me. Yeah. That's good. That's so good. Mm-hmm. Man, so um, so you talked about, first of all, I heard evaluate yourself, okay? Because it could be you as well who is pushing past some boundaries. Mm-hmm. And I love that you talked about dismissal as well when, when someone has set that boundary. I think this is harder as, as an adult. Uh, I, I don't know. Maybe this is just something that has become like something that I have been, you know, just looking at a lot more lately. But mm-hmm. I, I can't remember a lot of people actually like setting those boundaries or saying yeah. those things, right? I have a friend, Crystal, who, uh, who says, listen, don't call me after 1130 or maybe it's 1030. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. But it's so true because when I call her that late, we're on the phone at 2.30 in the morning, right? And so I need to respect that. And sometimes I'll text and I'll be like, now I need to evaluate myself because sometimes <laughs> I'll text and I'll say, I know it's after 1030, but, you know, and I'll just send whatever it is. Yeah, it's a good conversation. You know, you, y'all, y'all click, right? So it's easy to go over your time limit, but you have to put a boundary on it, like you just said, to prevent it from going that far. <laughs> That's so true. Yeah. That's so true. Another thing that I want to just touch on for a second, because we're talking about boundaries in relationships. What about boundaries with yourself? Absolutely. And it's something that um, you have to constantly evaluate. And so I know where you're going with this. I'm thinking about boundaries with your work, boundaries with spending, boundaries with, you know, ministry, boundaries with, oh my gosh, with ourselves. Oh my God, our self-care, right? That is so important too. And so um, I definitely can say that when it comes to being an entrepreneur, it's a lot of work first and foremost, because as you're building. And so I personally, every once in a, in a while, I sit with God and I'm like, okay, God, how am I doing with my time with you? Because he comes first. How am I doing in my marriage? How am I doing with my children? Those are the top three right there. Okay, how am I doing in my business? And he'll tell me, okay, you need to spend more time with your daughters in this area. They need you right here. Um, Your husband, you know, my husband's very patient. Thank you, God. He's so patient. He never complains. But every in the blue moon, like, all right, babe, uh, where you at? It's me. <laughs> so I tell him, I give him permission. I'm like, pull, you know, tap me on my shoulder. Like, babe, um, you've been up there upstairs for a little too long today. You know, so... 
you do have to constantly check in with yourself and do that method. That's what I do. You don't have any kids. Okay, mark it off. You don't have a spouse yet. You know, mark it off. But, you know, you can put, you know, God. All right. Then you put, you know, work. Okay. Then you can put, you know, your ministry. You can put, you know, your self-care, you know, time boundaries. Are you getting enough sleep at night? And I heard your podcast earlier last night. I watched one of them. I listened to one of them about, you know, if you up because God has you up, that's different. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> but if you're up just to be up doing a whole bunch of work and, you know, lollygagging or whatever the case may be, that's that's not healthy. That's not healthy. So boundaries with yourself, honestly, in order to enforce it with other people, it start with yourself first. Ooh. It really does. think this is a good time to take a break and just remind you that if you're listening to this podcast and you are loving what you hear to go over to Apple, go over to Spotify, go over to whatever podcast platform you're listening to right now and rate this podcast. Come on, y'all. I need some fives. I need five stars. So rate the podcast, put a review in, let me know what you're thinking because That is how this podcast will rise to the top. And I seek to be amongst the number one players. So please go ahead, rate, review, subscribe, and share. Thank you. She's stepping on toes, including my own. Okay. Yes. That is one of the things that God has been working with me on in this season. It is setting some boundaries for myself. And not, you know, working all night or, you know, staying up to research something all night. No, it's easy. It's easy to do it whenever you're passionate about something. Because I know you're passionate about what you do. I'm passionate about what I do. I'm passionate about, you know, sending my sending time with God and reading my word. And it can be a lot to juggle at times. And there have been times where I'm like, God, I need to get it. I need to read um, chapter so-and-so. And God be like, you need to rest. I'm like, well, Lord, oh, Lord, okay, I need to get up and do this, um, you know, IG live or prepare for this IG live to, to do this Bible study. No, you need to go to sleep. Rest. Well, he getting you right together again. Okay, listen, I love it. And I love it when he says rest. Uh, actually, I don't love it, but it's it's always fulfilling, you know, at the end of it all, right? We just come back feeling refreshed. Woo. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you. Listen, we love some practical tips on the podcast, okay? We just love practical tips. So what practical tips would you provide to those who want to establish, uh, you know, healthy boundaries? Maybe just practical as well as biblically or, you know, spiritually. Absolutely. So, um, so of course, you know, I'm a minister, you're a minister, um, and, you know, God, put my life. Oh, but you are. <laughs> we are. Okay. Like we are. All right. Ministers of me have to have a title per se, but you are operating the things of God in kingdom work, right? Oh, yeah. So yeah, I'm accepting it, but I don't have a title. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. It's okay. And so with that, we have to look at Christ's life. He's the blueprint for how we set boundaries. And it's so interesting because the word of God isn't necessarily like say the word boundary a lot there are different you know you can like, go look at google good old google our best friend and google boundaries in the bible and you'll get a few scriptures here and there but more than anything they're actually like examples in the bible of what christ did so some of the things that he did was okay uh he accepted his personal 
his personal limits. So he met you know, meeting his personal needs. He ate healthy foods. He got plenty of sleep. He took lots of naps. Think about whatever he was on. Uh, what was the boat? He was sleep in, in perfect peace, completely in perfect peace. Okay. Um, he received support from his friends. He saw the company of his friendships. He enjoyed solitude. He would often get away and go to the mountaintops. That was a boundary for him, letting them know, um, I need a break from y'all disciples. I need for y'all to like go <laughs> take out time for y'all self. I'm taking that time for myself. <laughs> okay. Um, he was never in a hurry. He was never in a hurry to do anything. Oftentimes we are in a hurry to get so much done. I'm guilty of this as well. And it is a often I have to continue to keep it in mind and continue to apply it to my own, my own life. And he was never in a hurry to go from city to city. <laughs> okay. Taking um, his time, walking, chilling, meeting, greeting yes. people. Yes. 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 Uh, one thing he did, um, he fought his way through the crowd that was trying to throw him off a cliff or claiming to be the Messiah. He didn't take abuse from people. He like, no, this listen, this is some good stuff. Okay. Um, he didn't give into his mother's mother and brothers who tried to use a relationship with him to pull him away from the crowd while he was ministering to them. That's a boundary. That's a boundary. He didn't even let his own mom and his parents like pretty much like run his life. He was always got about who? The father. The father, yes. The father. The father, right? He, oh, Jesus is, he's funny. You, you think about Jesus the way he did. You look at it from that point of view, like, wow, like, wow, guy, you are, you are hilarious. Okay. <laughs> um, he, and he was very direct with people. Think about the questions people would ask Jesus. He always responded back to them. Sometimes with a question because he already, you know, knew their hearts, right? Um, one thing, this is where I look. Okay, so John chapter uh, 2, verse 24 says, but Jesus would not entrust himself to them, for he knew all people. He did, he did not need any testimony about mankind, for he knew what was in each person. What was he saying? He knew their hearts. He knew what was going on with them. He had discernment to see that, and so he had boundaries with these people. So when you encounter people from day to day, from week to week, you have to ask God for discernment because oftentimes I met people who will tell you their whole life story or they'll let them in their life so easily because, they're, you know, because like they look very inviting or very nice or very good. Right. So we invite them into our life. That's well, good. really, we need to ask God for discernment to show us their hearts and their motives to prevent from being hurt. Like, listen, in this course I'm doing, girl, it's going to be full of this stuff, okay? We're going through all of this because boundaries, it is so, it's so much deeper than just, oh, I'm just going to say no. It's so much deeper to it. I always, for me, whenever I encounter new people, I have to ask God, God, show me their hearts, right? All right, okay, God, show me what it is, like, me and this person supposed to be doing together. Like, what is the purpose in the relationship? And he'll tell me, okay, this person really don't mean you well, or I'm gonna use you, you know, for them for a season. Um, but make sure you set boundaries with them. Like it's, I can go on and on. What I always say to people when people come into your life, you have to know your mm -hmm. assignment in their mm -hmm. lives, right? Because yeah. you don't want to put them in categories and places and spaces where they never were meant to belong. Exactly. You need exactly. to know your assignment. And so, it mm -hmm. is okay to ask God when somebody, mm -hmm. someone does come into your life, right? I just yeah. had an experience where um, I had a client, a, a um, clarity session client who is now shifting in assignment. Like now she's moving into a friend category, like an accountability partner. And I asked God, when I started feeling the shift, I was like, God, you know, show me what's yeah. happening because I don't want to cross any boundaries. And he showed me 
that he mm-hmm. was moving that that assignment. And so that's okay too, but we have to be yeah. in tune and have mm-hmm. discernment, like you said, to know what's happening. Exactly. And like, if you're not always sure, talk to somebody about it. You know, uh, another area, Dr. Moore, that I see a lot with people is like setting boundaries with their children and their parents. I see this a lot. And so oftentimes I hear people say, well, I will always talk to honor that mother and honor that father. So I, God had me in 2018 go do a whole study about boundaries in ministry, boundaries in friendships, boundaries in parenting. I did a series on it on YouTube and I took it down because I actually ended up putting it on my podcast. Um, and so when it comes to parents, the word of God also says this, parents do not provoke your children. Do not provoke your children. I mean, don't aggravate them. Don't, you know pressure them don't add you know don't do things to cause them harm either honor your children as well and so to me it's God giving you permission to do it set those boundaries you can still love your parents you can still honor them without tolerating their toxic behavior and their toxic um, abuse towards you so I see this a lot with people they feel like I'm a dope but my mom or my dad or my caregiver they're constantly belittling me they're constantly questioning the, you know, the things that I do, decisions I make, and it's causing them to feel more rejected, causing them to feel more like they're not good enough. And that stuff will spill over into your, into other relationships as well, if you're not careful. It will. Yeah. Wow. That is so good. Man, I'm hearing two things that I need y'all to go ahead and make sure you grab a hold of. One, the fact that she, she has a course, okay? There's a course coming um, <laughs> on boundaries. And two, she also has a podcast. And I'll let you talk about that um, as we wrap up. But man, those are some great things to really think about, especially as it relates to boundaries in you know, parent-child relationships as well. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes we mm-hmm. think that we don't have to set boundaries there because, you know. Right. And that's so true. Like now, you know, growing up, I would never talk boundaries. And you know, I have two daughters. And I have one who's very outspoken. She'll tell you how she feels. If her heart hurt, mama, you hurt my feelings. She'll tell me. My oldest one is the opposite. She's more like how I was when I was younger, more reserved, didn't really show how she felt. And so when she was younger, I would ask her, how do you feel? I don't know. Are you mad with mommy? I don't know. She would never really say, you know, how she, she's very respectful. And so now I said, baby, you have to tell people how you feel. If it's inappropriate to you, you need to tell them, even if it's mommy and daddy. I said, we, you know, don't disrespect us, but you can tell me how you feel because I, I don't want you growing up, you know, feeling like you can't be assertive towards people or you can't say how you feel if you have a boundary. So a boundary, like, for example, like she don't like when I touch her hair a lot. But mommy, I just comb my hair. I'm like, okay, is that a, a boundary? Yes. And so <laughs> I just don't touch her hair. You know, uh, sometimes I might like, you know, hit her on her butt. I'm a girl, come here. Mommy, don't do that. She's 10 now. She's growing. She's developing. And I'm like, okay, baby, that's the boundaries. I don't touch her no more. I don't touch her because I don't want her growing up feeling like no matter what I say, no matter what I do, my parents are not going to listen to me or honor my boundaries. That is so good, man. I, I pray now. I even feel that as a release for a parent who is listening right now, who has said like, you know, well, you my child, I can touch you when I want. I can right. do what I want. And right. you know, you're, what's happening is that you're creating some unhealthy boundaries, right? Mm-hmm. And and really um, crossing some lines, mm-hmm. um, which could be detrimental later for your child. So mm-hmm. pray about that. Woo, mm-hmm. That's good. Mm-hmm. Somebody need to hear that. Yeah. My God. Man, well, as... Uh, as every person comes onto the podcast, I love to hear about your season because your season yeah. could help my season. 
in someone else's season. (laughs) So what is one word that describes what God is teaching you in this season of your life? The biggest thing that God has been teaching me in the past um, few months is understanding my value. Yep. My value. You know, and one a lot of people look at me and even my client, I tell them all the time, listen, I'm still, I'm still working progress too. I don't have it all together. They look at, you know, they see me in session, they see me going hard for them, they see, you know, my pictures and they see whatever I platform I own and assume that I have it all together. I'm like, no, boo, I don't have it all together. I never will claim to be. So for me, um, I take value, of course, as far as the person, I know I'm a good person and I feel like I'm a great mom, I feel like I'm a great wife, you know, not perfect, but I strive to be, you know, good in those areas. But for me, it came to like business. So, you know, I'm in private practice and I've been accepting insurance for a long time and insurance. Oh my gosh, child, they don't pay you enough. (laughs) They don't pay you enough to be able to, you know, cover all your overhead costs and be able to pay yourself or take care of your family without having to see, you know, 30, 40 clients a week. Now, I've never seen that many clients before because God wouldn't let me. He wouldn't let me see that. That's too many people, right? But I came to a point where I'm like, God, I'm about to just be done with um, Empower the Shift and just like focus on more coaching because I can't you know, continue to live off of this little bit of money each month. And I know I'm a good therapist and I offer a lot. I ha- I'm wearing a spiritual hat. I'm wearing a clinical hat. You know, I'm wearing different hats in therapy session. And I've spent years and I spent time and I've spent money investing in every area of my spiritual development, my time with God, and also, you know, my education, which cost me money as well. And I wasn't really seeing a huge financial return on my on my um, investment, and so when I would see other pe- other therapists who weren't even spiritual, and I'm like, they sitting here making all this money, I was I got frustrated, and I'm like, God, like really? And God was like, Well, haven't I provided for you? I said, God, you have provided for me, and so He kind of left it at that, and so it wasn't until I went out of um, state to see my best friend and her sweet her sister, a twin sister. We don't talk often and um she's beginning to minister to me. Like everything that was on my heart, she began to like minister to me in the area. And my best friend with her sister didn't tell her anything. And my Shakita, she's like, God said in this season, he wants you to understand your value. Understand your value that you are worthy of, you know, getting, you know, paid what you what you worked so hard for. And she began to ask me about my business. Like, she was like, you know, where are you? So I told her everything. She said, oh, no, ma'am. She said, $100 a session. She said, girl, no, ma'am. God said, come off of those insurance panels. And you need to charge your worth, Shakita, because you are changing lives. You are making an impact in generations. And you deserve to get paid more because you have put the time in. You have put yes. the money in. I, you, have, you have allowed God to build you up for a time such as this and God wants to change the people that you're reaching if you That's you know so people good. look at the dollar amount and they it's like they like place a value on that oh well, she only charged this amount so maybe she ain't that great right Ooh. so when I say God was had been dealing with me about that girl and honey I have been in transition with that for a couple of like two or three months now and I am embracing that more and more each each day is that to is know my so value good. That is so good. That's a word, um, you know, for you as a therapist, for you as a spiritual being who, you know what I mean, who is connected to the source. Um, And for so many people who 
you know, feel like they have to match, right? What, what other people think you're worth and not what God has said you're worth, right? Right. Right. We're in this season. We're going to go for everything God said. Exactly. Not what they thought, but what Mm -hmm. he said. And so whoever prunes as a result of that, it's and okay. it has been, it has been a pruning season, like out of a lot of clients. And I had to really, you know, ask the guy, the guy that, uh, the song God gave me was <laughs> Wait on Him by uh, Maverick City. So that's been in my spirit, like every day. And then just recently, I'm like, okay, God, like I'm, I'm, I'm in transition with this deal. Like, God, you know, you're going to have to help me. And he gave me the song, Jaira. Jaira, you are So I've been playing that. I'm like, wow, like, to my to my season you know and I refuse to forfeit what it is that God has for me by going back to the old come on I want to I want to go push forward to what God has for me and my business and my ministry and my family if I go back it's going to set me back you know absolutely that's a word somebody get up and shout I refuse to (laughs) forfeit okay that's so good Man, sis, this has been amazing. I appreciate you so much for just dropping your gems, your knowledge, your expertise, you know, everything that God has placed in you to pour out on today. I know somebody has been blessed. Tell us where we can find you. How can we connect? What do you have going on? Tell us all Yes, my main platform I'm on is Instagram. I have a lot of content up there already, a lot of posts. All of them are educational. It's going to help you in your life, like little nuggets here and there. I also have a podcast called Pain, Passion, and Purpose on Anchor, which you can find it on Spotify, Google Podcast. I'm working now on trying to get it on other platforms too to be able to reach you know more people. I'm also, I'm working on um, my newest course is How to Set Boundaries God's Way. And in this course, we're going to go through, you know, step by step and give you strategy. People need strategy now. You know, you can hear about it all day, but I'm telling you, trying to set boundaries takes work. It takes patience and it takes accountability. And I know when I was going through my season, it was difficult. I dealt with anxiety about it. I dealt with guilt about it. I, I dealt with so many different emotions because I was literally relearning a new habit. And, you know, breaking, you know, habits that God wanted me to break in order for me to even like launch further, <laughs> to be honest. And so I also have a community. Um, it's kind of like Facebook, but it's not Facebook. It is called Mighty Network. And um, I want to provide a place for you to have people who are going through what you're going through to be able to work on setting boundaries because you're going to need someone to encourage you. You know, having a course is great. It's going to be amazing. You can you can buy it alone or you'll be able to purchase that, that along with being a part of the community. And so I make sure I um, give the, um, to the link to Dr. Moore to, um, for this podcast episode. And so, yeah, I'm on Facebook too, but Facebook, I don't get a lot of response on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> you know, them Facebook people, they just be watching, yeah. they ain't saying nothing. Yeah. And so, I mean, I don't mind being up there, which I do have content up there too, but I don't do a lot of lives on Facebook. All my lives and everything is on Instagram right now. All yeah. right. Man, well, of course, I will put all of your links in the show notes. So if you all want the course to get your boundaries all the way together, God's way, if you want to, you know, connect on um, Instagram because your content is amazing and it's definitely full of nuggets. So y'all go ahead and scroll back. You know how some people, they call it deep liking. They be scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Next thing you know, all the lights coming through, go ahead and deep like. Uh, But yeah, I love that. So I'll put everything in the show notes. But thank you so, so much. 
Thank you for on having the me. Podcast. Yes. So we're going to move on to this. Hey, okay. Because we got to get this application. You mm-hmm. dropped some gems, and we're going to have to move some of these things to this application. All right. Let's right. do it. Wasn't that amazing? Oh my gosh. Uh, I love, love, love the friendship that Shahida and I are building. And it's so hilarious because I'm quite sure you heard her laughing a lot. And that's exactly what I do. Okay. (laughs) We both like to laugh and it is the oddest things or whatever makes us laugh. So I love that. Listen, who about this application though? Okay. When I started praying about this, let me just tell you how God is always on point. And there's one thing that Shakita said that I want to move right on over here to the application. So one of the things that she said, was sometimes she asked God, God, how am I doing in these areas? And she begins to ask God so that she can learn more about where she is and maybe some things that she needs to work on. And God brought that up, that many of us need to do this very thing, right? So the first part of the application is for you to go into prayer. You know, we love to pray around here, okay? period. It changes things. So go into prayer and ask God how you are doing in these areas of your life. Maybe it's family, maybe it's finances, maybe it's relationship, maybe it's your health, maybe it's business, maybe it's your children, maybe it's your friendships, whatever it is, maybe even your relationship with him. Thank you, Lord. I want you to spend some time with God. Get a notebook when you go into prayer. I'm going to make sure that I do some videos on this very soon because what I'm realizing is that people don't take notebooks in the prayer. And I'm like, well, how are you going to capture what God is telling you? And they're like, I just remember who, what? All the things that we have going on in our heads, you need to take a notebook in the prayer, okay? So go ahead, take your notebook in the prayer, go into prayer, put on some prophetic worship, get you a worship song that really speaks to your heart and ask God, how am I doing in these areas of my life? Ask God to reveal them to you. Ask him to show you your heart. Ask him to show you your mouth. Woo, because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And that scripture right there is resonating in my spirit so much right now because I do believe that there's so much work that we can do. It's always work to do, right? And sometimes we just need to ask God to reveal it to us, to show it to us so that we know exactly where we need to work, all right? That's the spiritual part. It is in prayer. It is on your knees. It is in the face of God and really just, you know, learning more about your boundaries that way. Okay. Also, there's a very practical piece of this application because we're in a mental health series. And so we want to do some really, really practical things as well. So here's some questions for you to ask yourself, in what area of my life do I need to set boundaries? Yeah, where you a little loosey-goosey, you know, you don't have any boundaries over there. For me, it is my work times. And when I work on spirituality stuff, ooh, I need to cut it off, okay? I need to be much more strategic about that. But in what area of your life do you need to set boundaries? Another question to ask yourself after you've answered that one is, How would these boundaries change or shift things in my life? 
what would be better? As a result of these boundaries, what would be better? Okay. Can I go ahead and tell myself and say, listen, my rest and self-care would really be better. (laughs) And the last question, how will I hold myself accountable to the boundaries that I have set? Ooh, I'm going to need some help in this area. So, um, you go ahead and write your answer down and then I'll think about my answer. Okay. I need you to help me work on this as well. Listen, this has been so amazing. I pray that God meets you right in the midst of all that he's doing in your life, especially as you learn to set boundaries with people that are close to you, far from you, who, you know, are doing things with you. I pray that you learn to set boundaries for yourself and with yourself and that you build your relationship with him even the more. For this series, we're standing on Romans 12 and 2. Why? Because we are renewing our minds and I know that we can be transformed through the renewing of our minds. And another way to transform, okay, especially with some aromatherapy and to really get some nice scents and aromas going in your house to help your mental health and encourage that peace is to go ahead and grab the mental health candle. I have burned mine completely out. I need to order another one. (laughs) Head over to the show notes where I have the links for Nameless Candle. And when you order, use the code T, T E-A. And with that code, you'll get 10% off. All right. Listen, let's move on to this prayer because we got to seal the deal. Let's go. So just as we end every episode, I want to end with a word of prayer. So Father, we thank you. Lord, I thank you now, God, for who you are. Lord, I thank you for what you have done, even in this episode, oh God, everything that you have revealed, everything that you have exposed, everything that you have made us aware of. Father, we thank you for revelation. God, I see the light now, oh Lord, for revelation. God, anything in this episode, oh God, that has shined a light in our lives, oh God, help us understand, oh God, help us to go deeper. Oh Lord, and help us, oh Lord, to transform as a result. Father, we thank you for being Abba. You are a father. You continue to wrap your loving arms around us, oh God, and show us exactly what we need. God, whether the lines are invisible or the lines are concrete, oh Lord, we thank you now, oh God, for helping us to build boundaries, God, in our lives, oh Lord, especially those that bring us closer to you. Father, we value the relationship that we have with you, oh God, and we'll do anything, oh Lord, to help us grow closer. Father God, I thank you now, O Lord, for everyone who has listened, O God, and said, you know what? Here are some things I need to change. Father, I thank you that as they come into prayer, O God, that you begin to reveal to them, O God, how they're doing in various areas of their lives. Woo! God, meet them where they are, O Lord. Surround them, O God, in their rooms. Father, I ask now, O God, that Holy Spirit is with them, O God, and helps to reveal, God, truths about their lives. Lord, help us not to be defensive, Lord. Help us not to get into a place Oh Lord, where we um, feel like we have to blame ourselves, but Father, help us to walk in love. Help us to walk in peace. Help us to walk in all the things, oh God, that you have called us to, Lord, the fruit of the Spirit. Father, help us deal with any trauma, any rejection, anything, oh God, that has caused us to put our boundaries to the side. And Father, help us to understand in the moment, Lord, when we can create those boundaries for ourselves, for others, and for you. Lord, be God. Be God in our situation, oh Lord, as we continue to just thank you, Lord, 
for being our peace. Jehovah Shalom, you are amazing. And I thank you, Lord, for everything you have done as I decreased so that you can increase on today. I thank you for our speaker. I pray now God blessings over her, her family, her business, and everything that she touches, oh Lord. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thank you again for tuning in. I am so excited about what God is doing in the lives of everyone that is connected to spirituality. It is because of you that this podcast is prosperous. Speaking of prosperous, if you would like to sow a seed into spirituality or Dr. Latanya Moore, feel free to send it via cash app at the Dr. Moore. That's at T-H-E-D-R-M-O-O-R-E. I appreciate you so much for joining this journey with me. So follow the journey by hitting subscribe, share the podcast, and follow me on Instagram at the Dr. Moore. You can also hit me up in you know my Gmail. Just send me an email at drlatanyamore at gmail.com. If you are a faith-based entrepreneur, listen, I would love to partner with you. Send me a message and let's connect. This is about to be epic.